Hi, Mira. Hi, Mab. Welcome back to STEM in 10, a supernova vidcast. Where we talk about STEM in roughly 10 minutes. It was 13 last time. We'll cut it down. We'll try our best. We'll set a timer. No, we won't. Nah. You all know what we're learning about today? I do. So bad. Drum roll. Boop, 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 Ocean acidification. Whoa. Yep. Have you heard of it before? I have. Yeah? What do you know? When the ocean gets acidic. All right. <laughs> roll tapes. That's it. It's the end. We've got nothing else to say. So it is when the ocean gets more acidic. And this is actually because of climate change and human emissions. Mm. So we learned about climate change last week. We did. Check out our last video. Do you remember anything about climate change? I do. It's when the patterns of weather change over time due to things like pollution and other human interference in the natural world. What kind of pollution? Cow farts was a big one. We mm -hmm. talked about cow farts. We talked about, you know, travel, things like car exhaust and planes and stuff. Pollution yeah. from like factories and stuff like that all sorts of pollution do you know what a greenhouse gas is yeah what's a greenhouse <laughs> gas um it's a gas that makes the world warm yeah so greenhouse gases are gases that are up in the atmosphere mm. that contribute to the greenhouse effect mm -hmm. and these are things like carbon dioxide and methane so methane is the cow fart so carbon dioxide is also called co2 and that's because it's like a molecule so C, you got one C and you got two O's. Got it. So we've got one carbon and two oxygens. And they form like... this little shape. Mm -hmm. uh, v, an upside down V, perhaps. Um, and this is CO2. And there's a lot of it in the atmosphere right now. We can't see it necessarily right now with our naked little eyes, but it's up there. And it happens, this thing happens when all the CO2 in the atmosphere interacts with all the water in the ocean. And there's a very complicated chemical process that happens that pretty much sucks the CO2 into the ocean water mm. and makes the ocean water more acidic. Okay. Hence. Ocean acidification. Ocean acidification. So acids are a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just like a Batman vat of chemicals. <laughs> it's not like acid toxic waste. You yeah. Know? So an acid is a type of liquid and it's something that's very acidic. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that mean? It means it's acidic. I don't know. It's it's like a lemon. A lemon is acidic. Bingo bongo. A lemon is acidic. So a lemon has a very low pH. Mm. So pH is the power of hydrogen. And we could go into it. But the science is kind of, I mean, it's chemistry. So it's fun. But hydrogen is, if the amount of hydrogen or hydroxyl ions in something is very high, it means that the pH is going to be very acidic. Okay. You're looking at me like you're making sure that that's correct. I am making sure But I sure think that you that are correct. correct. I think you are correct. Yeah. So that's what the power of hydrogen is. So pH, you're probably going to learn about this in grade 8 science. Can't wait to be in grade 8. One day in like <laughs> One day years. they'll finally let me in. <laughs> Keep knocking on the door. trying. <laughs> So you can measure the different acidity and the pH of all these different kinds of liquids. So lemon juice is super acidic. Things like vinegar. Acidic. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were asking me. Yes, vinegar is acidic. Uh, where do you think coffee would be? I think it's acidic. Boom. 
coffee's a setup. It hurts your little tummy sometimes. Well, it doesn't hurt mine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a sensitive tummy. Neither do I. Um, okay, oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. So we have acids on one side of the scale, mm-hmm. and we've got something called bases on the other side. Mm-hmm. So bases you're going to find a lot in, like, bleaches and soaps, and they're kind of the opposite. Now, where do you think water lies? Smack dead in the middle. Seven. Seven. Oh, we didn't talk. It's zero to 14. Yes. Oh, we didn't talk about that. I learned that some some things, some things that are more basic than zero exist, and some things that are more acidic than 14 exist. Like, really, really acidic things can be higher than 14. Acids are the low number. Okay, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Other way around. Okay, computer science degree. I haven't taken bio since ninth grade <laughs> no, or right. chem since ninth grade. Acids, some acids are so acidic, they're under zero. And That's what I meant. And some bases are so basic, they're That's 14. what I said. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. That's exactly what I said. Who? Who are you? Where are we? Where did, how do we get here? <laughs> so it's more complicated than the grade seven science that, you know, they cover in grade seven. So you'll get there one day. <laughs> Someday, someday someday i'll make it so we can actually measure the acidity and the basicness of different liquids using like ph indicators if you got a fish tank at home if you've mm. got a pool if you got a hot tub you're mm-hmm. gonna want to measure the ph mm-hmm. you can use little litmus papers and they change color yeah. you can use this like drop stuff and you can also use a kind of fruit vegetable is it a fruit i would describe it as a vegetable it's probably a vegetable a red cabbage boom a red cabbage, supernova famous red cabbage. Mm-hmm. What do you do with the red cabbage? Boil it. And then what? And then take all that red juice, and then if you put acids in it, it'll change color. Yeah. So if you put like a drop of lemon juice in it, mm. what's going to happen? It'll go from red to something else. I haven't boiled cabbage. Neither have I. Time. Blue? I'm lucky. It'll I change colors. Blue. Yeah. Yeah. We'll double check that. <laughs> we'll put it in the subtitles. Um, so, <laughs> so that's pH and that's acidification. Um, now, seawater is just a little bit basic. Mm. So seawater is about 8.2 on this pH scale. So it has this ability to take the CO2 out of the atmosphere. Big, long, complicated chemical process ensues. And it creates hydroxyl ions. And these ions make the water more acidic. And that's, you know, probably not such a bad thing if you don't think about it too mm-hmm. much but it also eats up something called carbonate ions. Mm. And carbonate ions are a type of ion that a lot of animals actually use to build their shells. So crabs and mussels and corals. Yeah, need these to Mm -hmm. build their shells. And without them, Mm -hmm. their shells will dissolve and they won't be able to. And that's why we get coral bleaching? Kind of. So coral bleaching, we can talk about maybe in another episode, but coral bleaching is also because of that, because Mm -hmm. they get stressed out. Mm. And also the water is getting warmer. Um, So it's kind of complicated, but yes, it is related. Okay. I like these these thinking to text relations that we're making. Thank you. We're thinking big picture. (laughs) I feel uh, you're really teaching me today. Huzzah. So CO2, we're not going to go into the big one chemistry of it, because I don't know about know it off the top of my noggin mm-hmm. ask me two years ago and i probably did but we're not going to do that today we don't have a time machine we're going to talk about something called uh geoengineering okay so we have this problem and the problem is the ocean is getting more acidic but we also have this potential solution 
because the ocean is slurping all of the CO2 out of the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And that means that we're removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, which means that maybe we're reducing the greenhouse effect. Woo. So do you remember last week we talked a little bit of, about something called a carbon sink? Yes. It's when we take a bunch of carbon. Like a tree is a carbon sink. Bada -bing, bada -bing. But you can also do it. Like, they have, like, concrete carbon sinks and things mm -hmm. like that. Man-made ones. So there are ways to kind of keep carbon somewhere for a long time, putting it in a storage locker so that it's not up in the atmosphere. So the ocean is a huge carbon sink. There's so much carbon locked up in the ocean, which is a, typically a very good thing because it can store a lot of that carbon. So one thing that some people are thinking of doing and testing out right now is enhancing the ability for the ocean to slurp down carbon dioxide. Okay. And so how do you think they're doing this? Do you think they're, A, putting electricity in the ocean? Ooh. B, giving the ocean a big Tums? Ooh. Or C, putting a bunch of oysters in the ocean? I kind of love all of those options. Big Tums, I wish. As a Tums girl myself, because I do have tummy problems. Can you put more oysters in? Where are they coming from? What do you think? Take a guess. I want it to be Tums really bad. I'm going with Tums. It is. Yes. It is. So some scientists are giving the ocean a huge Tums. Okay. Not really, but the same kind of thing. I am tums. visualizing just a giant Tums just dropping into the ocean. A bunch of helicopters. Just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so this Tums is an antacid. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's basic. So it's going to neutralize the acid in the ocean mm. and allow the ocean to slurp up more carbon dioxide. Mm. So this is a really cool geoengineering technique that we're looking at using to make the world a little bit healthier in the future to deal with all of the climate change stuff that we're going to be facing. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you know what kind of, like, what is in this antacid? Um, it's just pure alkaline stuff, to okay. my knowledge. Cool. So it's, like, it's actually taken from, like, mines and stuff. Huh. So it's recycling what we already have. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these alkaline materials from mines are just going right into the ocean. Cool. Yeah. So it's not just like creating garbage. And this whole thing is called ocean alkalinity. Mm. That's the big scientific name. Big Tums in the Ocean. Any questions? I feel like that was a lot of information. I feel like I haven't even processed all of it yet. But I also learned a lot. I can see the gears turning. <laughs> thinking. Oh, you're you're thinking things. <laughs> I guess one last thing about geoengineering, um, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. A lot of science needs to be done to make sure that it's safe. Um, but other kind of options, people have been talking about making more clouds to reflect more sun, um, to keep a lot of sun out of our atmosphere or our planet to kind of cool off our planet mm -hmm. a bit. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. Is it like a new science, scientific venture we're getting into like in recent years? Yes, it is very much a recent year thing. Mm -hmm. um, because we never thought that we'd be able to do it on such large scales. Mm. And it's also has the potential to go wrong. You know, I feel like there are a lot of climate dystopias about artificial clouds and yeah. doing things to the planet that aren't reversible. Mm -hmm. But at this point, we need some pretty dramatic solutions. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that people are putting big tums in the ocean, yeah. making everything better, making the snails happy. I care mostly about the snails. I love snails. What about them? They're great. They're just little guys yeah. with little shells, little houses. They could all be gone. 
That's really sad. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think snails <laughs> will ever really all sad. be gone. <laughs> I don't think they will either. Um, okay. Wow. I feel like I learned a lot. Well, if you want to learn even a little bit more from somebody that actually works in this, we have a podcast episode (gasps) with the CEO of the company that's doing this geoengineering project, Mm. Mike Kelland, and we'll be linking that in the links. Exciting. Is that everything? Are we good? That's it. Amazing. Thank you so much for for teaching me about ocean acidification. Thank you for learning with me, Mira, and I'll see you next time. Yeah. I'll probably see you tomorrow. He said, hi, Mira. (laughs) How do you feel about ocean acidification? Oh, no, save me. (laughs) That's so sad. We are. We're going to give you a big Tums. I love Tums. I've got tummy problems. What's your favorite flavor of Tums? The fruity berry. Oh, the fruity berry ones are good. That is a fish of taste.